Hey, it's Liz Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. The NFL Conference Championships are here, and on the site, Robert Mays is writing about why this year's Chiefs are the team that Andy Reid has been waiting for, and Kevin Clark breaks down the era of the old dominant quarterback. Also, don't forget to check out all of our sports video coverage. We've got Master Sports with Roger Sherman, Slow News Day with Kevin Clark, and NBA Desktop with Jason Concepcion. You can check it all out on YouTube and TheRinger.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come one, come all to the Danny Football Podcast. My name is Danny Heifetz. I'm joined by my co-host and co-Danny, Danny Kelly. What is up, DK? What's going on, guys? How are you doing? I am I'm wonderful. We are also joined in the studio by producer full-time Craig and Jim. How are you guys? I'm great. I'm wonderful. This is going to be awesome. These games are awesome. Yeah. Top four scoring offenses this season. Uh, first time it's happened in the championship round. Also, by a lot of metrics, the worst four defenses in a championship round. Which obviously it's great That's for funny. Yeah, yeah, so it's great for fantasy, great for scoring, but that actually kind of undersells it. We have the number one. I mean, this is from regular season fantasy, but number one fantasy quarterback in Mahomes, number one, and the number four running backs in Todd Gurley and Alvin Kamara, the number one, the six, and the number nine wide receivers in Tyreek Hill, Michael Thomas, and Robert Woods, <laughs> Crazy. the number one tight end in Travis Kelsey, and the number two defense in the Rams, which is a long way of saying. This is going to be <laughs> an awesome day for Daily yeah. Fantasy. It's kind of geared toward it. And I think that's almost kind of creates the caveat of no matter who you're picking, like there's an incredible amount of just awesome options. So <laughs> no matter what we're throwing around, everyone's right. How about that? There's no there's no wrong choices, guys. There was one wrong one last week. <laughs> oh, great. I'm so I'm so I'm so excited you brought this up, Craig. Do you guys celebrate Festivus? Because we're gonna have we're sure, gonna have an sure. airing of grievances. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're gonna hear about it. Yeah, I'm excited to see who you blame for for all this stuff. But yeah, let's. Well, get I'm just I'm, let, let's lay the groundwork here. So, full time Craig has been an unbelievable addition this season. He's been so helpful, so reliable, so diligent, <laughs> so consistent, so helpful. This is what, on we, and call off the mic. This is what so we call a compliment sandwich coming. Yeah. So as you can but. see, I mean, Craig's on air. It's kind of like a, like a glacier or an iceberg. It's like, you know, 90%. He's so wonderful. Mm. Um, and he decided to throw 100% of his political capital on the show. Behind Rob Gronkowski last yeah, week. He's really hoping no one's listening after the regular <laughs> season is over now. I think every, I stand by it. And, uh, How'd that go, Craig? He was an asset in the game. He played great. <laughs> Gronk. Yeah, we're talking about Gronk for the We're record. talking about Gronk. He had one catch for 25 yards. And, but uh, he blocked and, really he well. He blocked well. He had a very important uh, pass interference. He drew. Uh, <laughs> Someday they're going to include like springing a, a, a big run. for. They'll, and they'll Jim talked me out of Sonny Michelle, which was great. Well, what's worse? I mean, you guys believed and bought in, so so here's so here's the thing. My grievance, <laughs> so, well, my grievance is with myself. Oh my god, that my was grievance a good is with myself. Yeah, I'm turning this for listening to you, and also for not listening to myself, yeah. which really should always listen to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for the record, Danny was telling us he wanted to go with Sony Michelle before the show. We didn't have that. We didn't have that discussion on the actual show, but Danny did want Sony Michelle, so. We can just but, but go that's ahead my and put fault. that on the record. So as didn't argue for it enough, man. As we would say in Westworld parlance, this week I will be heeding my convictions. All right. So that's that's there you go. My grievances with myself. <laughs> so before we get into this, let's just go over what we're going to be doing in this exercise. Three men enter. Myself, Mr. Danny Kelly, full time Craig. We each privately made a FanDuel roster. We have not shared with each other. 
and we are going to run through position by position, share the picks we made, and we will leave this podcast having agreed on one lineup <laughs> to represent the fantasy football podcast. There will be blood. There will be sweat. There will be tears. Hopefully, but if we pick Gronk again, definitely not. Money. <laughs> Half point per reception, one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a flex. Shout out to Bill Simmons, who thinks flex is a soft millennial creation, and one defense. And we're in a single entry tournament. In a single entry tournament, because, oh, God, just Google multi. Yeah, we won't go to that. Uh, <laughs> gentlemen, are we ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. I can't wait to see who Craig puts all his yeah. I'm pretty excited. all his focus on this week. Yeah, let's just say uh, pretty in to Sean Mannion. <laughs> I swear it's Manion. Anyway, moving on. Definitely not quarterbacks. DK, yeah. who do you got? All right, so I waffled between two players here. I ultimately landed on Mahomes, who is uh, pretty obvious the top scoring quarterback, top scoring fantasy player. He's only a thousand dollars more than the than the uh, lowest valued quarterback, which is Jared Goff. So I thought just his potential to score more points out. He's got that rushing ability too, as we, he showed last week. I went with Mahomes, though. I kind of I kind of thought about Jared Goff as well. Craig, I have Drew Brees. I have Jared Goff. Interesting. Uh, great. <laughs> you never so. You, you, all right, so Breeze, well, we'll get to the Saints later. I chose Goff because I was also between Mahomes and Goff, like you said, DK. My thinking was basically, I wrote about Goff this week, and my thoughts on that game are basically, the Rams dominated the run against the Cowboys a lot because I think they were super prepared. I mean, I wrote on the ring this week that they kind of knew what the Cowboys' defense was going to do before the snap that really helped with their running game, and the Rams' yeah. offensive line is amazing. The Saints are missing Sheldon Rankins, yes, but at the same time, I think they're going to have to pass way more to keep up, and I think... Jared Goff is going to be the central part of a game that they need to win. Weirdly, for the first time since the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. It's kind of weird to think about, but after that game, which he had 413 yards, they went on by, they came back, almost, like way too close against the Lions, lost to the Bears, lost to the Eagles, beat up on the Cardinals in Week 16 by running all over them. And then Week 17, it was like, you know, it's against the Niners, it's Week 17, Goff played well. Go on by, come back, Dallas game, it's a very run-heavy game plan. Goff, like, doesn't actually play that well in the game. And then it's the first time they've relied on him since that epic game. But I think he's going to do really well, and I think he's the best game theory pick and price pick. I'm, I'm willing to switch my my pick to Goff, and then we can we can discuss Breeze. I like Goff as well because I think it's in a dome, number one. The, the weather does worry me slightly for the, for the Chiefs' potential game. Um, I don't see Mahomes getting shut out of the end zone again, but... Yeah, the the in the in in New Orleans, there's it's a dome. There's a potential for a shootout there. <clears throat> I'm willing to go down get Goff. He's he's the cheapest of the four quarterbacks right now. Um, and like you said, the the Rams' offense has that explosive potential. They might not be able to run as much. The the Saints were a very good run defense all year. I don't know. Franken's is gonna make that all crumble, but yeah, there's a potential there for the shootout. So Goff has thrown for over 300 yards once on the road since week six, and. I do like that it's in a dome, and that's why I picked Drew Brees, because I think in this tournament style, what we went away from last week was the stars and scrubs thing. I think quarterback is kind of the only position where that doesn't really exist, especially right now with these four quarterbacks. So I wanted to go safe, high floor, high ceiling with quarterbacks, and then I can go stars and scrubs other places. It's going to be 18 degrees is the high Kansas <laughs> City on Sunday. And yeah, so is that why you're worried about Mahomes? Yeah, it yeah. is. And 
Because there's a $200 difference between Mahomes and Breeze. Exactly. And I just think that this the floor, although Mahomes is likely the MVP and has been the best quarterback in fantasy this year, the last three playoff games Breeze has played in the Dome, he's averaged 381 yards and two touchdowns. And it's going to be the perfect temperature. And everything is controlled. Hmm. And I find the safe pick with Breeze more comforting than risking it with Mahomes. Although I get it, not a huge risk with Mahomes. So if I, if I didn't go with Breeze, I would be more swayed to pick Goff, although I think he has been shaky. All right, Goff it is. Yeah, I'm into that. Running backs, most expensive running backs first. I have Todd Gurley, DK. Uh, I've got James White. I have James White. Interesting. Boom. I tried desperately to get White and Gurley into my lineup, mm-hmm. and I just could not. Aren't you worried a little bit about C.J. Anderson? I am so his? glad you asked. I'm not at all. I am okay. on. I am alone on this island, and I will be as concise as I can. <laughs> it's kind of like when they put up stats on the screen of like, oh, quarterback wins. And it's like, well, quarterbacks don't win games. Teams win games. That's 10 times as true for running backs. Running backs don't get yards. Offenses get rushing yards. C.J. Anderson has been put into the best situation. I mean, Next Gen Stats had a, a stat this morning about like, being put into situ- like like eight-man boxes. C.J. Anderson yeah. has had more than twice the the rate, the more favorable rate of eight-man boxes. He got a couple first downs against the Cowboys without being touched before getting a first down. He doesn't miss as many contacts as like his yards after contact would insist. The, the tape doesn't exactly match the numbers there in a small sample. He's a really nice guy. He's really fun. He's like a sentient bowling ball. He's fun. But <laughs> he got all those snaps. Sean McVay said after the Cowboys game, and this has been lost, Sean McVay said that Todd Gurley... The, dis- the disparity in their snap count was because Gurley wasn't really in game shape after just missing a few weeks with his knee injury. It wasn't uh. necessarily about his health. It was because when you're, you're not practicing at full speed, it's kind of the thing. It's kind of harder. But Gurley still played 45 of their 78 snaps or whatever it was. I think if that that's going to go up to closer to like a 50 to 20 something split. Gurley's going to have way more carries. So ironically, I think he's a, a much better value at his price right now than it assists because everyone's obsessed with C.J. Anderson. The fact that C.J. Anderson's doing anything in this offense speaks to how good it is, and when Gurley starts taking more of his snaps back, it, he's going to be Todd Gurley again. There's Todd, There's my rant. All right, here's a question. Can we Can we try it? Should we just, since we both like James White, I'm going to give you the, the quick elevator pitch on James White. He had 17 targets last week, yeah, and I think it's going to be the same kind of game. So, you know, with me and Craig both liking White, can we try and get James White and Todd Gurley into the same lineup? Sure, I'll punch it in right now. All right, yeah, All we'll right. try and we'll come back to it. Who's your Who's your second best? Who's your second most expensive running backs right now, Craig? Damian Williams. I also have Damian Williams. What about you, DK? Yeah, I had Damian Williams. <laughs> All right, All so right. We, well, so we're unanimous well, there. Let's throw him in as our flex and move to receiver then. All right, Craig, who's your most expensive receiver? The pricey Michael Thomas. <laughs> All right, DK. Yeah. Same here. All I right. got Michael Thomas. I tried to get him in, but I ended up going with Robert Woods. Mm. Um, either of you have Woods? No? I have Woods also, yes. I do my not. original lineup. So do we want to pencil him in? Let's Honestly, with price-wise, I almost would rather have Brandon Cooks again just because we're already so expensive. Kind of want the $200. Yeah, I mean, it's the same kind this of story. Is- the question is, who do you think is going to match up against Marshawn Lattimore the most? I think Cooks will probably draw... Lattimore a little bit more which was why I was a little bit worried about him I don't know exactly what they'll do they didn't shadow last time they played DK you wrote a fantastic piece this week that just went because obviously both these games are rematches and you just went through both of those rematches and you were like what's going to be the same what's different so do you think and Lattimore didn't shadow him so are the Saints playing different they're playing defense really differently with Eli Apple and that was I think his first game as a Saint yeah that was his first game there so he's he's been more I guess ingrained into the defense I don't know what they're going to do in terms of shadowing they may not shadow so it it really might not matter but 
that was my only worry about Cooks. I think if he draws, like, if they shadow Cooks, that could be a problem. All right. But I'm okay with it because, I mean, it's the same stuff we talked about last week. Like, the, both of these guys are going to get volume. They're both touchdown threats. You do save 200 bucks with Brandon Cooks, so I'm cool with going Cooks. All right. Pencilman. Let's, let's go with Cooks, and we'll throw Thomas into who's your third receiver, guys. We're going to pencil in Thomas, all right? We'll pencil in Thomas, but... <laughs> well, I had two other receivers, and they are Ted Ginn and Chris Hogan. I also had Ted Ginn and Chris Hogan. Yes, wow. Ted Ginn. You have Ted Ginn too, DK? I didn't I didn't have him, but I want him to play him. All right. <laughs> all right. We're throwing in Ted Ginn. Uh, wow, how exciting. <laughs> Ted, oh, my God. Ted Ginn actually only played 39 snaps, but you're seven targets. And if he would have exactly. caught that long, incomplete touchdown pass, his price would be... $600 higher. Yeah, you're reading my mind. So he, Ted Ginn had a knee injury in September, basically missed most of the season, came back week 16. And then I think it's easy to be like, oh, there's a deep threat back. So like he'll just get the chemistry back. And I think a lot of times we're like, that doesn't really work that way. Mm. But Ted Ginn is the rare guy. He does have experience with Breeze. Breeze kind of does trust him. And I mean, he came back in week 16, didn't really play in week 17. And then now he's got seven targets, which was second after Thomas. So I mean, I think he's fantastic value at 5,300. So I'm... I mean, because if you're watching, if you're the the Rams, you're watching it. Like, how do you shut down Michael Thomas? And then and I think Ginn's going to be a huge factor. So we can lock him in. Which, All right. b- which brings us to tight end. We can just move on. Gronk. I and got, then <laughs> I'll I'll fucking kill you. No, who do you guys um, have? I actually thought about him this week. I really I have Kelsey. I have Kelsey too. DK. Okay, I'm just going to say we can't afford Kelsey. I know but, we can't. Uh, but I had Watson, and that was just like a shot in the dark. None of these guys have any consistency. None of them are scoring very many points. So Kelsey's a guy that literally 95% of people playing Fandle will probably have on their lineup, which makes you want to do something else, but it's so barren, I'm not sure you can. And that's why you joking about Gronk is real, because he's the ultimate by low, and it's like, man, if he could just get a red zone touchdown, everything would be better. And he did actually have one of his better games of the whole year against the Chiefs, who, while the Chargers were the best team against tight ends last year by, I think, DVA. And now they actually give up the most yards per. The Chiefs are the third most yards per game to Chiefs. Oh, are you talking? Uh, to, are you talking yourself into Gronk? Yeah, because he's well. Yes, all right. Yeah, he's you know, I like the game less than Kelsey. Mm-hmm. I admit, I like the game theory thing against Kelsey. I, I actually like that more than anything else. I know. Um, but I also just hate you. I would throw in Gronk. I can't believe that just happened. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. Economy. Well, because the other guys are just such shots in the dark. Let it be known that Danny Heifetz said that. <laughs> we'll bounce this did, is, have Jim bounce yeah, that this and is tweet Danny's it. staking his reputation on, on Gronk I, no no well then I'll go back to Josh Hill or Gerald Everett <laughs> DK what do you think well I was going to throw out a couple different names Tyler Higby Gerald Everett I mean Tyler Higby again, had two catches for 30 yards last week yeah I mean those guys are supremely low four percentage <laughs> yeah that's so, a, I mean that's the stars and scrubs theory is you know Maybe Tyler you could Higby luck can into get a Gronk is a star and a scrub. <laughs> God damn it. Well, he already filled in the scrub part. Now it's time for the star part. Screw it. You want to run it back? DK, what do you think? It's up to you. God, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you full be... authority on this. Do you want Gronk uh, or Watson? Let's just do it. Let, uh, let's do it because uh, fuck it. We're not, we can't do Kelsey. What do we have to lose? Nice. All right. Defense. I plugged in the Pats, but that's only because I desperately tried to plug in the Rams and I couldn't figure out how to do it. I plugged in the Pats as well. They're the cheapest. It's going to be 19 degrees and I didn't have any money to do anything else. I'd rather have players than a defense. I plugged in the Chiefs because their defense is way better at home. The Pats are way worse on the road and it's going to be negative five degrees. So they are $400 more expensive than the Pats. This is super interesting. So I, my gut's telling me that the Rams have the chance of like 
here it's feels dumb to go against the Saints at home in the Superdome, but part of me is also thinking that's why they'll be super not owned. And also, the, if you watch that Rams game, the Eagles' defensive interior dominated the Saints' offensive line. Like uh, Andrews, I don't know how to pronounce his first name, but I'm, I can't pronounce anything. Andrews, Andrews, Pete. Broke his hand in week 17, apparently. Got surgery on his hand over the bye week. And then played. And they and I mean, Max Unger, who's their great center. DK, you know, used to be a Seahawk. Mm-hmm. Traded for Jimmy Graham. Won that trade, by the way. He struggled. I think Why he had his second worst. Why are you doing that worst. to me right now? Sorry, that's really tough. But he had his <laughs> second worst game of the year by pro football focus grading. And like, if you watch it, it made sense. They got dominated. And even that's despite Fletcher Cox, who was first team all pro at defensive tackle. He like hurt his foot during the game. He was mm-hmm. in and out. But Timmy Jernigan was back. They crushed him. So Pete had like two holding penalties, two false starts, and Breeze's whole, like that offensive line, like protecting the pocket for Breeze, like the interior, it's almost more important for him than anyone else. Like he manipulates, like yeah. he's short and like people are like, oh, well, short quarterbacks can play. Short quarterbacks can play because they figure out ways around the height. And Breeze is as good at, as manipulating a pocket as almost anyone in NFL history. It's like Dan Marino, Pete Manning, and like Drew Breeze maybe. And now you're going to have Pete, who has a broken hand. And Unger and, and a great offensive line that's kind of struggling right now going against Aaron Donald and Sue. And Sue just had his best game of the year. I'm kind of worried about yeah. Breeze and I'm kind of worried about – it's not worried about the Saints offense. I see a higher risk than is what being is being portrayed about the Saints offense. And that extends to Kamara, Breeze, everyone except Ted Ginn who's perfect. I can get behind this because I agree with you that the, the Saints interior defensive line is crucial to Breeze. And that could be a problem for him this weekend. I don't really, I can't really get behind the Patriots thing. Like the Chiefs have scored 26 points in every single game this year. <laughs> that's They're the only team true. in the NFL that's ever done that. All right. You know what? Yeah. All right. Let's, but, let's shell out for a better defense. So I'm, I would be down for the Chiefs too, because I agree with the, so Chiefs or Rams. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Craig? You can break the tie or whatever. Um, I think I would pick the Chiefs. Okay. But All right. Were, yeah. All right. But, so that leaves us twenty four hundred dollars over. Jesus. Let, um, me, let me let me get through this lineup. We yeah. have Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, James White, Brandon Cooks, Michael Thomas, Ted Ginn Jr., Rob Gronkowski, Damian Williams, and the Chiefs defense. Twenty four hundred dollars over. We have some budgeting to do. I mean, it's real simple. We should. I mean, Goff's the cheapest quarterback, so we're not doing anything there. And then Gronk was already kind of a, th- a, a price cut, and we just picked the Chiefs defense. And so our, our wide receivers are relatively cheap. Are it's, we? It's are be, we cutting money at Michael Thomas or the running backs? That's the first question, and we'll go from there. Who are you the least confident in of these stars? Are you more confident in Todd Gurley or Michael Thomas? What do you think, DK? Um, Well, my suggestion was going to be to swap Damian Williams and James White. We have them both. You save $500. Sorry, take take the flex out Mm -hmm. and put Damian Williams and James White spot running back. Okay, that would leave us... That saves us $500, and we can start to work from there. That gives us $5,300 in the flex spot, which is guys like... Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan, Keith Kirkwood, Traquan Smith, Daryl Williams, Cordero Patterson. Now, we've already got DK. Thomas and Ginn, so here's, we don't think we want another Saints here's receiver. The, here's the question I wanted to ask you all day, DK. Chris Hogan okay. obviously ghosted us and everyone who believed him in fantasy football this year. Yeah. But the Chiefs game was one of his better games of the year, and you just rewatched that game. Do you think that was an aberration, or do you think that he might be able to repeat that against the Chiefs? <sighs> Oh man, it, it. I mean, there's just so many variables. It. Who knows? It's like they had they had Gordon in that game. Like you said, Gronk had a big game. Um, he had the third most targets in the team last week, and he played 75 out of 82 snaps. Hogan, four less than Edelman. It's definitely interesting. So what we got? 5,300. 
if we plug him in, we're, 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 we're we got it. We're done. Yeah. So I guess the, th- the question is, is are we? I wanted to throw out an, uh, one ahead. more player that I was interested in that we can talk it through. Let's do it. Sammy Watkins. He was okay. He was my original flex. Because, That's so interesting. So he he came in eight targets, six receptions, sixty two yards. Um, I think he's potential. He's got potential to get you know the same around around that same targets. Um, obviously, there's the worry about the the weather, but well, I don't know. I just I, whatever for whatever reason, I really liked Watkins. I had him kind of circled. I didn't end up having it on my lineup, but um, he's only fifty six hundred, so that is three three hundred bucks off our budget. We'd have to kind of you know move things around, but he's a potential. Uh, you know, he's got that t- touchdown upside. He's going to get six, seven, eight targets, I think. So I have two thoughts there. One, the weather thing I'm torn on personally because, on one hand, it's weirdly hard to find that like that that doesn't actually support not a lot. cold weather stifles points. I mean, Sal mentioned this in his pod the other yeah. day. On the other hand, I also think people underrate that people are human beings. Like we talk, we joked about it, but Goff, Leonard Fournette, like being cold and from I, I, check the grams exactly. J- yeah, Craig's best stat <laughs> contributions podcast <laughs> so was random. In, how many <laughs> Instagrams you have with a jacket on or snow, snow is a good predictor of how good you will play in cold weather. So we should check Sammy Watkins' Instagram. We'll get back on that. But my other thought with Sammy Watkins is Stephen Gilmore shouted him, I believe, DK, in that Chiefs game, the Chiefs-Pats game in week six, and blanketed the dude. Now, on one hand, maybe the Pats just won't do that again. On the other hand, if it happens again and he doesn't do anything, I'll feel really stupid. So what do you think about they they blame, they they followed Watkins around in that game. Didn't Steve, Stephen Gilmore shadow Watkins in that game? I believe. I mean, I, I I'm looking at the Pro Football Focus coverage uh, matrix, he shadowed him. Okay. So and so that he, changes things. Yeah. So Stephen, it was sixty four percent of his routes, and he held him on that to four targets, two catches for eighteen yards. So I mm-hmm. I'm torn That's because I mean Belichick's whole thing is like throwing new stuff at you, but at the same time it. I, I don't know. I, I also, I just don't like Sammy Watkins, man. <laughs> All right, that's fair. So, if we don't go Watkins, we got fifty three hundred. So, so we, have that, you, we have that Hogan that you slot like Hogan? potentially, or we or we downgrade one of our our big name guys like Gurley and right. get and get like James White or Sony Michelle or Kamara, and then we have more money to flex our muscles at the flex position. But here's my question here. So is there anyone even around Sammy Watkins that we'd want, that we'd want to reduce our Todd Gurley spot for? Do we want Mark Ingram, CJ Anderson? I, I real I the only person mm. I will come out and if this comes back on me, I'm fine with it. I do not want CJ Anderson, and I think that CJ Anderson's a wonderful person and he's very funny on Twitter <laughs> and I enjoy him enjoying this run. He is not as good as this run has made him. The Rams' offenses, and I firmly believe Gurley is going to get a larger and larger share of it as the Rams keep, if they keep going to the playoffs. So I do not, CJ Anderson is the only running back at his price I don't like. Talk me in Ingram, talk me in any of these guys. I don't know. We could go Rex Burkhead. That would be real Pat's move. No. <laughs> We're not doing I like that. that. I don't I like love that. Watkins, but I also don't love Chris Hogan, but I kind of like Hogan at his price more. I do too. I think I like Hogan at that price more too. That leaves us at $100, which we might just have to eat, go out to dinner. What could again. we spend $100 on? Hmm. Should we party? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to look at any of our guys and see if there's anything with $100 think there's more. much there. Yeah. No. So if we feel set with this lineup, should I read it off? Read it God, off. God, I can't believe we're going to be playing Gronk again. Wait. All right, we're already running long, but I'm going to let's what if we downgrade Gronk to Ben Watson and what can we do with that money? 
Let's cook rock. Okay. Add Ben Let's Watson. Let's just play around with ben this. Add Ben yeah. Watson. Now we, we have got 900 And what if we bump up Brandon Cooks to Julian Edelman? Ooh. Or That's interesting. Yeah. Now, something to note. Ben Watson we was can't not do that practice. Oh. Brandon Cooks, we can't get Edelman. We can get Robert Wednesday. Woods. Say again? Said so Benjamin Watson was not at practice on Wednesday. So Wonderful. that makes it even less, I guess, of a All right, security. You know what? We're rolling with Gronk again. Oh, I know right. Craig is in on Gronk. We're doing it. DK, you're on the record as wanting Ben Watson. So how about you get bragging rights when Ben Watson gets three touchdowns? All right, that's fine. All right. We rolling with it? Let's, All right. Let's do it. So Put we got it down. Jared Goff at quarterback, Todd Gurley at running back, Damian Williams at running back. Also, uh, we got Brandon Cooks at receiver, Michael Thomas, Ted Ginn Jr., your boy Ted Ginn Jr., DK, tight end <laughs> Rob Gronk. I can't believe we did this again. Flex Chris Hogan, <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs defense, because, you know, obviously, why not bet against Tom Brady? Yeah. Tom Brady in the playoffs when you can. Smartest God, thing. We just ever. put up 48 on the Chargers. We yeah. could get the Rams. Tad, we're idiots. I already yeah, okay. hate this. Um, all right, guys, breaking news. Jim just sent me his lineup for the week. Jim has Drew Brees, Damian Williams, Gurley. Watkins, Brandon Cooks, Ted Ginn, Gronk, nice. Kamara, Patriots defense. Gronk, we Look, all Kamara. are believers. And Kamara snuck in there. How I like f- that. How do we feel about Kamara? How did you get Kamara? You got Kamara in there too, huh? Kamara, Gurley, and Damian Williams. Well, this is actually the, this is wow. the interesting part. If we cut, mm-hmm. if we cut, Michael this is Thomas. Why I was twelve and one in our fantasy league, and I blew you guys out by two hundred points every the week. The three person league that neither DK or I checked. Oh, and that was the only you league checked. I looked at your transactions. Weird. If we cut Michael Thomas, we could have Watkins and... No, I don't like Sammy Watkins, man. That's yeah, why Jim's receivers are all... It's Sammy Watkins, Brandon Cooks, and Ted Ginn. He's just betting on his running backs and Gronk. Yeah, and also betting that the Patriots are going to take away uh, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, so they're going to have to throw to Sammy Watkins. And Sammy Watkins... Huh. As they said on GM Street, which is what they're going to do. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, DK. Thank you to everybody for listening. Best of luck. Enjoy the best championship game week day ever. Gronkos Heifetz's decision. We could go Rex Burkhead. That would be real Pat's move. No.